0: Do you believe you can live a pain-free, vital life? Do you want to step back into your power and share your gifts with the world? Are you ready to make a commitment to you? It's time to reclaim your inheritance as a self-healer. Welcome to The Nature of Healing. Hello, healers. I'm Roseanne. Today, I'd like to explore the playbook of tyranny based on a blog I wrote this week published in Natural Blaze called A Return to the Dark Ages. Because when tyranny rises, it's time to stand up and speak your truth. Is there a way to become involved now to stop it? So let's explore some examples of tyranny that people might be facing today in the news cycle. And then let's talk about solutions. So the first story that I found and I want to talk about is food labeling. We are all connected through food, which is our sustenance on this earth. And in December of 2018, the final rule was published on labeling foods containing genetically engineered or GMO ingredients under the National Bioengineered Food Disclosure Standard. GMOs will now be labeled as bioengineered or BE foods. Of course, this is all to confuse everybody. And companies will have to disclose this starting January 1st of 2022. So we have a few years to get used to this idea that GMO is now going to be called BE GMOs have already been hidden under obscure names. You know, they're going to find one way or another to hide the fact that you are eating altered foods. For instance, the term spicings and flavorings hides MSG or monosodium glutamate. So be aware of that. Bill Gates just donated some $15 million to a campaign that pushes GMOs on small farmers around the world. And this is all based on a law that goes back to President Obama and what he signed in 2016. So this is a new act uh, to go along with all the other government acts. That's just what they are. They're all acts, which means the opposite of what they claim to be. Okay, so consider the Clean Skies Act. It allows for less pollution controls and more pollution by industry or take the Patriot Act, which removes rights and freedoms from citizens and can censor and criminalize someone for disagreeing or speaking out against the government narrative. It's all an act. In fact, recently, a man was fined $55,000 for calling a male a male. Go figure. When one group has more rights than another group, then we're no longer in a free society. That is tyranny. This poisoning of our food is by design. I consider it a premeditated act as part of a playbook that plays humans like pawns on a chessboard. What is not disclosed for our consent is that genetically altered foods change our DNA. Altering the DNA of plants allows industries like Cargill and Monsanto to sell toxic pesticides and herbicides that farmers spray on the plants and people eat. So not only do humans eat genetically modified foods, but we also inject toxins from vaccines into our blood with known modifications to DNA. There have been studies that show that our vaccines also contain glyphosate, which is a genetically modified toxin. What if vaccines alter our DNA to allow us to adapt to an increasingly toxic world, just as genetic modification of plants allows them to adapt to more toxic sprays? Are humans able to better withstand the toxic sprays coming down out of our skies under government geoengineering programs if our bodies are genetically adapted to them? I don't believe that's true at all. If you can avoid altered foods, vaccines, and other genetically modified organisms, your immune system takes its rightful place as first defender of you. And you avoid disease altogether. The same is true of plants. We're like plants that way. Do you think that genetic alterations prepare humans to be able to merge with machines? under the United Nations Plan for Artificial Intelligence, which will eventually require people to implant a chip with all their information on it? Now that's more plausible to me. You can begin to see the playbook of tyranny if you pay attention to the headlines and to entertainment, where all of this is being disclosed to us and has been being disclosed over the past decades. You know, people think, tyrannical laws and acts have just begun. But in reality, this has been a multi-level staged process. The process operates under the boiling frog principle, where you are the frog invited into this warm pool of water that's slowly turned up to a rolling boil, and you are completely unaware that you're being cooked. So the latest in the news cycle to pay attention to, as an example, are the stories that demonize and weaponize healthy, unvaccinated children. The latest stories come out of New York and Arkansas. In Arkansas, an unvaccinated high school student was recently diagnosed with whooping cough or pertussis, and it was considered such a threat that would cause disease amongst the other students that school officials, who are not doctors, are now requiring students who were in close contact with this person to take antibiotics. Now, there are a lot of problems with this solution, and we'll go into that in a bit. But a similar story in Brooklyn, New York, was where this mayor, Mayor Bill de Blasio, declared a public health emergency that would require unvaccinated individuals living in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, to receive the measles vaccine. The mayor said the city would issue violations and possible fines of $1,000 for those who didn't comply. And he added, quote, I don't think it's your unalienable right as a U.S. citizen to allow your child to catch and transmit a potentially fatal infection, end quote. We'll go into this statement later, too. And then in Rockland County, New York, a northern suburb of New York City, county officials last month barred unvaccinated children from public places for 30 days. This was specific to a Jewish community. Recently, however, a judge ruled against the order, temporarily halting it. One woman spoke up. She said, I don't think it's up to the city to mandate anything. We all have constitutional rights. So let's analyze these stories. First of all, when you believe dictates such as these, you give up your power to make rational choices. You ignore the truth about the situation because you're frozen in fear. This is known as fear porn or what I like to say, panic propaganda. First of all, pertussis is not a virus and therefore cannot be affected by any vaccine. Bordetella pertussis is a bacterium known to mutate to a more virulent form of itself when exposed to toxins. It's naturally responding as a bacterium does. Just as we respond naturally to our environment, when we're faced with excess toxins, we're going to adapt or change ourselves to survive that. That's exactly what pertussis is doing. Secondly, research shows that outbreaks of whooping cough are actually related to the pertussis vaccine itself, because in a 2010 California whooping cough outbreak, 81% of the cases in children under 18 occurred in those fully vaccinated. Only 8% of those were unvaccinated, and this story can be replicated many dozens, if not hundreds of times around the world and over the years. The same problems exist in other vaccines, where the vaccine causes the problem, whether it's the flu shot, the HPV vaccine, or the U.S. varicella vaccine, which has been shown to dramatically increase rates of shingles in all age groups, while also failing to provide long-term protection from chickenpox. You can see how the playbook is playing you. In all of these cases, prevention is the best medicine. As long as prevention does not equal vaccination, because that's part of the playbook. We have to be able to make choices and say no if we're going to live a vital, healthy life. And that means recognizing tyranny and then standing your sacred ground. That requires informing yourself against all the contradictions and inconsistencies, the lies, the deception that form the foundation of society and this current world. And that means knowing who you are. So you can say no. Say, it doesn't make sense. Why should I do this? You don't have power over me. It means questioning everything. We are in times where people are being suppressed by divide and conquer dictates and pro vaccine mandates. And even the anti vaccine laws are splitting people and families down the middle. How much of the new anti-vaccine bills are part of the tyranny playbook? At least 20 states at this date of April 11th, 2019 have proposals for anti-vaccine laws, which would allow you to opt out through exemptions. But in order to change anything, we need to know what we've agreed to. The idea that exemptions come from government means that you agree that government grants you certain rights. But government doesn't grant rights at all. That's where we have lost our power. Governments only grant privileges, which can be taken away. And that's exactly what we're seeing play out. When we rely on exemptions granted by government, it means we watch them being whittled away one by one. That's our rights to say no. Government always wins on their turf because they write the rules and understand the fine print. Government can turn laws into mandates making vaccines obligatory. Your power to refuse a vaccine is not based on the science, but upon your right to refuse as a free will being on a free will planet. So we have to be careful not to get bogged down in debating the science because that is a trap. Don't use the science to argue for your freedom to choose because these are two different things. While you argue the science, government rolls out the mandated vaccines and the next big act, which is the Healthy People 2020 Act, right? It's all an act, folks. Draconian laws that serve to repress us and restrict our freedom is nothing more than a method of distraction from who we are. Whether the distraction is called the dark act or the Darth Vader act, when we give our attention to authoritarian dictates, we give up our energy and our power. We forget we are beings with free will, living on a free will planet. Free will is a combination of free choice and willpower. It's an inherent ability not only to choose between an apple and an orange, let's say, but to decide not to eat either of them because they both contain poison, right? If we're presented a choice, it could be the illusion of choice, the lesser of two evils. Free choice and willpower are found beyond the visible light spectrum. So being focused solely in the physical has its limitations. So when we talk about who we are in our wholeness, that is consciousness. Consciousness is creative energy in all the forms that we see and those that we don't see. It describes seeing a baby and then feeling the love. That makes us creative energy beings. So to create is to be powerful in our ability to make a choice. We think something, we believe it, we feel it, and we act on it. So as part of consciousness, each of us is this unique expression of the whole. No one is greater than another. Remember, mandates only hold power over you if you believe they do. We can ask who certifies the certifier of these dictates. When it comes to government overreach, the tool for individual reempowerment is found in the spirit of the Declaration of Independence. So let me read part of that. That when any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government to affect their safety and happiness. On the other hand, there's some problem with that language. Um, Government means to govern the mind. So if we replace one government with another, are we really changing anything to affect our role? Physical documents do not grant or deny any rights. Rather, the spirit of the words reflect inherent rights in each individual. So when you consent to these acts or these laws, you consent to give up your freedoms. You disempower yourself. Alternatively, you can choose not to give consent. Free will means you can cease to participate. Noncompliance is an option. You can ask, by what authority is your consciousness greater than mine? Using free will in the cause of freedom means you can always preserve choice for yourself. And some examples are growing your own food. Boycotting industries that pollute the environment and genetically modify foods. Boycotting the medical system in favor of holistic options. Boycotting the state educational system. Collecting rainwater. Living off the grid. Refusing to fight in wars. All of these reflect your ability to take your power back. The desire for more power always reflects a lack of power within. To compensate, authorities use force in place of power. And there's a difference between power and force. Power is compassion, and compassion comes to the heart. The bigger the heart, the higher the power. When you take responsibility for your role as part of the greater whole, you enlighten and expand consciousness. Your job is to shine your light so others can see. To evolve as a conscious being is to see yourself as interconnected to everything around you. And this process happens on an individual timeline in this dimension where time is of the essence. Here and now during a concerted effort to repress and suppress humanity, There is also a window of opportunity to make great strides. And in order to see this bigger picture, we need to let go of the details. The living planet and all species here depend on each other for mutual survival. If we do not accept our divine connection to each other, we destroy ourselves in the process. Everything we are is also what the planet is. We reflect each other. If the planet is healthy, so are we. If the planet is diseased, so are we. If we are empowered, so is the planet. The intangibles of life, those things we can't see, come from within our energetic core. Power comes from within. Love comes from within. Freedom comes from within. Health comes from within. We must each take responsibility over our own health because the external reflects the internal. The microcosm is the macrocosm. It's the law of nature in this dimension. Bottom line, just because you once agreed to the legislation that took away your rights does not mean you have to continue the ruse. Just because you were legally duped by the language being used against you doesn't mean you cannot reclaim the language by going back to your roots. And that means standing your sacred ground and using your power to make a choice to say no. Okay, healers. (laughs) Until next time, lots of love. Visit or consult with Roseanne Lindsay, naturopath, at natureofhealing.org. Where you can find her books at her website and at Amazon.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.